Welcome to Percolating Thoughts. We may be drinking coffee, but we're spilling the tea too. I'm Belle Cool. And I'm Leah Rainwater. So today, the topic of our podcast, this is going to be our first ever podcast, first ever episode. Um, We are going to talk about college friendships. Um, Belle and I are both juniors at the University of Missouri. Um, So just like the Big 12 Wrestling Championships. Yeah. Um, So there is a lot to talk about when it comes to college friendships, especially here at Mizzou. Um, I personally can attest to some of these and it, I don't know, it's, it's a struggle. I will definitely say that. What about you? Yeah, I agree. Um, Since going to college, like if I'm going to be real, I've gone to therapy for friendships. So it's just so much, nobody like prepares you for it um, when you leave high school. (laughs) Okay, wait, can we dive a little deeper in that? What do you mean therapy for friendships? Like, can you talk about like how that came about? Yeah, so (laughs) I'm slandering anybody. Um, but I just had friendships freshman year that um, didn't really work out. And I think for me, I just value, like, I value my friendship so much. And I also don't, like, have that many friends that I would call, like, okay, like, you're my ride or die. And because of that, um, like, I took those friendships really seriously. But then, like, my niceness was, like, I don't want to say abused, but was just, like, taken for granted that I would always show up, I would cover for them, I, um, and it was kind of, like, to them, I never had, I never had problems, and so, I I ended up going to therapy for it, because I, like, blamed so much of it on myself, and I also just, I hate talking to people about, like, things that, like, they've done that bother me, and so, because of, yeah, I, like, it's just, I don't know, like, especially, it's just, hard to say without being like you're a fill in the blank so (laughs) use whatever word you feel like is the best word that for people that make you upset or angry and (laughs) it's hard to communicate that without being a rat to somebody else and like then especially if your people please are like not then like not apologizing afterwards too Right. Oh, yeah. No, I understand that. There have been a lot of, like, I don't know. I feel myself in this position now more so than, I mean, well, no, I've always been a people pleaser. Um, (laughs) Anybody who is listening to this and knows me, I am definitely a people pleaser. Um, I understand, like, not being able to say no and not, like, being able to do what's best for you. Like, you're always focusing on other people first and, instead of yourself and then you end up being you know screwed over by these people who you know you're just trying to be best friends with and you're trying to basically be like oh my gosh you know I'll be here for you whenever and then they do stuff like that and they screw you over and then you're like upset and it takes a big mental toll like you have all these other things going on in your life um and nobody else understands it is so I don't know here recently (laughs) I've had a lot of people be like, oh, yeah, here's all my problems and my traumas. And, you know, <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't specific to anybody, but I just find myself being put in that position more often than, you know, 
I trauma dump on anybody else. Like, and it's, it's definitely not healthy because sometimes I put myself in that position on accident, but then it stresses me out and it's like (laughs) self-sabotage. But um, freshman year, I had no friends. I should she not know friends. And the only person I legitimately talked to was my roommate. And we didn't even like, I don't know, talk. <laughs> it was bad. She could say the same. Like, we did not talk. We would wake up. I'd say, hey, do you want me to turn on the light? And she'd be like, yeah, that's fine. And I'd turn on the light. And then the rest of the day, no talking. And then I'd get ready for bed and say, can I turn off the light? And then turn off the light. And then go to bed. <laughs> that made the day. And she was really sweet. She was really sweet. It was just a lot of not talking. <laughs> no, I was the same way. Like, I just, like, don't make friends. Like, uh, that sounds so bad. But, like, I just, like, I there's just certain triggers that I have that, like, if you check off one of those, I'm like, yeah, I can't. Like, we can't be friends. Like, I, it's just, like, a lot. And nobody talks about that when you leave when you leave high school because like essentially hopefully like in high school you've grown up with most of these kids you're doing all your extracurriculars so while they might not be your best friends like you always have something to hang out with and then like you get to college and if it's not in your home state or not where none of your friends are attending like say if you live in kc usually it's split either mizzou or ku and most of them are going to end up at ku anyways and so, or yeah. they go to Colorado or a school in Chicago, that's just how it goes. And so then like you come to college and you're like, oh, I actually have to try. But I also would say for the benefit of both of us that it was right after COVID happened. I don't know. I look back and I only had one friend freshman year, um, yeah. two, and then I had none. So like, and it, it was a lot of that, like. I think your freshman year is just if you do have friends and it's not like I'm not a party group of friends, but like friends that you like go to Target with, get coffee with, like it becomes so um, codependent. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Yeah. I had that issue, too. Like sophomore year, I had one friend who I would talk to and, you know, we both understood each other and we both were like oh, yeah, you know, want to hang out, and, you know, that type of thing. And um, the only friends I've been able to make are either the ones at work or – and they're temporary or the ones at the J school. And, you know, they're either <laughs> – it gets uh, kind of iffy around that point. But um, no slander on the J school right now. But it it just <laughs> – well, I mean, there are some people who it's just like, uh, I don't uh, – want to be that friends with that person it just depends um but yeah that's but uh, there are people who come into college and they literally say hi they can say hi to you and then you're their friend and that is the end yeah. and i don't get it and then they tell you coming into college you know feel free like join new groups join sororities join you know fraternities that type of thing but who has the money I don't like, I don't, if I wanted to, I could, but I don't want, essentially don't want to pay for, pay for friends. I mean, no, seriously. Yeah. No hate to those people in Greek life. Like go live your best life. 
have fun. You know, if that's for you, that is for you. But that was not for me. Why am I paying to have friends? Like, that is how I see it. I always, like, said that I wasn't going to do Greek life because I... not the girly girl I'm not the like I'm not the pep and step like I'm the this sucks like this is not fun I'm not having fun and like I I just never I mean my like mom's side like my sister my mom or my aunt my grandmother were all in sororities but like for me I never found it enticing and I agree like the money aspect the idea that like all the rules and having to stay in house and having to pay so much out of pocket for for what yeah and then going to all these meetings and then on top of like all your schoolwork and a job i'm like now but like it is so much more relaxed it's so much nicer so much more financially reasonable um like yeah i mean thousands of dollars less like there are not four zeros um and (laughs) and like everything is like up to what you can make like it's never like a chore and I feel like that's how I've always viewed regular sororities as I was like if I do this like I'm dedicating so much of my time to this and like I don't even think that I would enjoy it at some point yeah but I I think it's definitely good that you were able to join a sorority and like a group that actually like understands that you're a college student and you're here to get your education oh my gosh that is so great I feel like there's a I've seen a lot of those like um kind of come up on the rise like I don't know Greek life is not like routinely Greek life anymore honestly (laughs) like you expect all these parties you expect all these like I don't know you you expect legally blonde level sorority Greek life but that's not what it is anymore. I also think, too, like, joining clubs is just hard, period. Because no matter what, like, you are the new person there. And, like, sure, if you join the beginning of the year, like, it's a little bit different. But even then, like, the sophomores, the juniors, the seniors, or if you join your, like, sophomore or junior year, like, they've already built this relationship and connection with everybody else. And, yeah. like, I... I remember I tried clubs at the beginning of this year that mm-hmm. I ended up sticking with because I was like, all of you guys are friends already. Like, I right. like, I don't feel like I can infiltrate this space and feel, like, fulfilled time. The only club that I am in right now is <laughs> with my coworkers when we work. <laughs> that is it. That is my club. I make money while I'm in my club. That's where my time goes. Lee and I work at the same place, by the way, everyone. Yes. um, We work at the Mizzou store. This is a little plug. Um, You should stop by and see us. Um, Leah is typically there all the time. (laughs) Um, And Belle is downstairs hiding. (laughs) Yeah, from actually everybody. It's a a great time. There's a lot that happens there, honestly. Um, And... Y'all don't even know. We might have to have a little sesh where we spill Mizzou store tea or just kind of like, <laughs> not spill Mizzou store tea, but that would, that would kind of be against my job code. Um, I wouldn't actually do that, but it would be interesting to talk about like, oh yeah, this is what actually happens like behind the scenes, but it's fine. Uh, but I also like, 
to anybody listening, this is not supposed to make you depressed about making friends in college. Just know that it's hard. You will find the right ones, though. It's like dating. You'll find the right one. If you believe in love, you'll find the right ones. (laughs) (laughs) Same goes for friendships. Leah believes in love. I don't. But, you know, Leah's been in a relationship for a ridiculously long time. Yeah. Um, Um, Speaking of friendships, sometimes I feel like my boyfriend is my only friend. And that, I don't know. That says a lot with the amount of people that I know, but he really is the only person I can be like, hey, so this happened today. <laughs> <laughs> and just like tell everything to. Anyway, um, I think it's about time to wrap it up. But that being said, if you have any questions about college friendships, college relationships, you know, literally anything we talked about in this episode, feel free to reach out to us. Follow us on all of the socials. Um, we got Instagram and we got TikTok. Um, and we will have a website up and running here soon, too. Everything is at Percolating Thoughts. And that's all the tea we have for today. Cheers! <laughs>